Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Jumpstart. My name is Kim Venegas, and in today's episode, we'll talk about job fairs and interviews. It's a transition time in many school buildings. Principals are really busy. They're waiting on hiring allowances for their district, finishing mid-year evaluations for teachers, surveying the current staff to see if they have plans to return next year, interviewing teacher candidates for multiple positions, calling references before offering those positions, and then finally, offering positions and introducing new staff to the building. There's chatter everywhere, who's leaving, who's changing positions, and so on. New teachers are really nervous if they'll be rehired for the next year. Across the U.S., teacher applicants are in short supply. Five years ago, there were 20 or more teachers for every vacant position. Now the numbers are closer to five to one. Tens of thousands of teaching positions need to be filled for the next school year. Job fairs are the first step and they are happening now. Human resource reps are there to collect resumes and perhaps do a mini interview. No matter how casual you dressed for your student teaching, this is not the time and the place for jeans, yoga pants, education t-shirts, or any exposed skin for the gals. Polo shirts and dress pants are enough for the guys. Think business casual or lunch with your in-laws. Calls for interviews will come soon after. Principals want to have a full teaching staff before summer begins, so most new teachers will have a position before they graduate from the university. Interview questions are quite random, but it doesn't hurt to check out a few online and practice your answers. You can always say that you don't know much about something they discuss, but you're excited to learn about it with your team. They may ask you if you have any questions. It's always good to have a few that you'd like to know about. Will I be co-teaching with another teacher? Do teams plan together? Are there additional duties that you need to know about? How is the morale in the building? Is there mental health support for children who need it? Though you probably will want to take a position if it's offered to you, it's important to know if behavior support personnel are on staff. It's hard, it's really hard not to feel personally rejected when you aren't offered a position. It may be a second grade teacher just resigned and you have more experience with fifth grade. It may be that they are interviewing you because you are an in-district employee and that this is required. Sometimes it is. It could turn out to be a mismatch between your resume and how you presented the interview. Most times the office manager makes the call to inform you that you weren't hired. As a new graduate, I was only applying within the district where I lived. I met for an interview with our HR guy, Dr. Gonzalez. He appreciated my enthusiasm for teaching. He told me he could teach me anything else, but the energy has to come with, with, the energy has to come from within. I appreciated those words as I interviewed with principals once, twice, and finally a third time. Here are a couple of calls I received from office managers. They stick with you. Hello, we've chosen another candidate. Thank you for applying. Hello, this is so-and-so from such-and-such school. I'm calling to tell you that you were not selected. Strange way to tell someone no, and that's why I remembered it. And then came the call offering me a position as a third-grade teacher. My teaching career was about to begin. This magic of three would play out two more times in 21 years of teaching elementary classes. Thirteen years later, I was applying for a position two hours away. We were moving north and our new house was under construction. 
two interviews on different days, driving four hours round trip, I was not hired. My resume was professionally written. I had several years of experience, but not too many. I had been a science fair coordinator, a building writing coach, and I had worked with the principal on the accreditation committee. But I wasn't getting hired. I needed advice from teachers I knew who had recently been hired in new positions. How did they do it and what was I doing wrong? A fifth grade teacher who had been hired for an AP position offered to review it with me. The resume wasn't the problem, nor were the number of years I'd taught. But when an interview team would ask me to tell them about myself, I'd been sharing our history as a military family living in Italy and Germany. Somehow I thought that was relevant. Dana, thank you so much, Dana. Dana told me, no, this isn't about your family and where you've lived. It's about you as a teacher. What have you done in the classroom to affect student achievement? What additional learning have you participated in to improve your own teaching? How do I maintain relationships with parents? How well do you work with others? During my third interview up north, the question came, tell us about yourself. I described the action research project I did in my classroom to see if higher fluency scores correlated to proficient CSAP scores. They did. I shared the excitement of working with students to create science projects for our annual fair. I told them about how a question about writing instruction gave me an opportunity to participate in writing project during the summer and how the work with educators empowered and improved my writing instruction. Be yourself. Be your best self. You are becoming an educator. Over the years, you will impact hundreds of young lives with your enthusiasm for learning and your love for students. Thanks for listening. Follow and share with other teachers. See you next time. Questions? DM me at whamphonics on IG or email me at whamphonics at gmail.com. See you next time.